Hey, hey, and welcome to Spiritually Unashamed. My name is Layla. I'm Carls. And I'm Z. And you're watching Spiritually Unashamed. Boop, 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 boop. I have Ooh. so much <laughs> Um, I hope you guys are having an awesome day. Uh, today it is Carlos's day to lead. So Carlos, I'm going to go ahead and throw the microphone to you. So last week we spoke about like being embarrassed, like our experiences being embarrassed of being a Christian. So we definitely still had a lot more to say and we thought we'd make it a part two. So yes. All right. So my first question for you guys is, why do you think people felt embarrassed about being a Christian? Mm, I think um, if I'm going off of based off of personal experience, um, for me, the reason why I was like, are we talking about like being a Christian in the public world or in the church world? In general. In general? Okay. So in the public world, I was embarrassed because I felt like people were going to treat me differently, which isn't a bad thing, to be honest. It's a good thing when they treat me differently because at least they know my boundaries. But I also, it made me feel like sometimes they saw me as a kid and not as an adult. And then and the, the reason why I say it that way is because I've had moments where people will come up to me and they'll be like, Layla, cover your ears. This is not, this is not good for you to hear. And I'm like, what are you talking? Like, I'm an adult. I know what we're talking about. Like, mm -hmm. I know what sex is. I know what this stuff is. I've, I've heard it. I went to public school. Okay. <laughs> we learned about guns as if it's nothing. Okay. I'm kidding. Mm -hmm. Actually, that's a very drastic topic. Let's not talk about it, <laughs> but we learned these things. And I think that's the one thing that really kind of affected me a lot. Cause I was like, I don't like it when people don't tell me all the information. Like I, I want to know what you're talking about and I want to feel included, but at the same time, it's a good thing that at least they're trying to keep me away from that bad stuff, at least in the public world. And then in the Christian world, in the Christian community at church, I felt embarrassed, not necessarily being a Christian, but just being able to speak out in general, because I felt as if other Christians were going to judge me for my thoughts. And that was like the main thing that kind of hit me because as Christians, a lot of us have different ideas or even in general not even as christians as humans we have different thoughts on different topics and we can go on about a whole bunch of topics right homosexuality is a huge one right now and i have my personal thoughts about it other people have their personal thoughts about it and i can even tell you a personal experience of social media and how that literally <laughs> derailed with another christian fellow um church member and how that just kind of made me feel like oh wow maybe i shouldn't speak out about my personal opinions on specific topics because it makes me feel like in a way she's kind of is it downplaying is that the word when when people look down little. on you be or little. belittle me she was trying to belittle me so then in a way I felt like okay maybe I just shouldn't say anything at church and they just kind of put that wall in front like that border or that that barrier where it was like okay maybe I just won't say nothing I'll keep my, my thoughts and my comments to myself because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and at the same time I don't want my feelings to get hurt yeah it's just my input yeah. on that yeah I mean I think you said a lot of like really cool points that we could continue talking about you know um 
So I'm like, do I respond? Because I like, I feel like that's interesting or do I answer the question? So, um, do both. I feel like what you said is important about um, opinion, but I would use the word maybe conviction, like personal mm -hmm. conviction, mm -hmm. because our opinions at the end of the day, they don't matter, right? Because it's what the Bible says, what God says. Um, it's not what I like or what I think. Oftentimes, like I'll find myself having an initial opinion. And then I think I've said this a million times to you guys in our conversations or whatever. And then I go to word, the word, and it's like, <laughs> no, that's not how it is. Um, but it's like, so I feel like it, it, the word is personal conviction because you can read scripture and, and, you know, God wants you to move in the circle that you're in and be effective in the circle that you're in. And other people can't reach the same people that you can reach. So I feel like, you know, that's when personal conviction comes in. And I think that's a really powerful thing that you said, Layla. Mm -hmm. um, but speaking out is like, it's, it's important, right? So that people understand that Christians have, um, again, like there's certain things that are personal conviction and other things that are like unmovable truths, right? That are non-negotiable. Yeah. But um, so I think in terms of the question, um, I feel like for me, it, it will always go back to like, okay, so I, it was Peter who denied Christ, right? Remember it was like the rooster call three times and he, he denied Christ. Um, and I feel like that's a perfect example of like who we are, that it's, we're gonna, it's gonna, we've all gone through a situation where we're embarrassed or ashamed. I mean, he literally, you know, said, I don't know him when they're like, Hey, don't you hang out with Jesus? And like, they're looking for him or whatever. And he was like, no. And literally he, he walked with Jesus. Like none of us here can say we like hung out and we're friends with Jesus. Yeah. He was super close. And yet he still was like ashamed. And you can say, maybe self-preservation or whatever, but at the end of the day, it was still, he still denied him. Yeah. Um, so I feel like the important thing is that after a bit, like after you feel ashamed or embarrassed, it's like that after point is like the turning point because what are you gonna do after? Are you gonna stay there? Like be like, oh, it's okay if I feel shame, like, oh, um, you know? Or are you gonna be like, that's not okay. Like, Lord, forgive me, right? Mm -hmm. and let me be better like he did and you know he 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 died doing what he was called to do and I feel like it's that turning point afterwards that's yeah. really important um in terms of like feeling shame and stuff like that so yeah. I don't know yeah I agree with both of you like there's so many different like things out there and I know for me at least the past what four years obviously with you know the, not to get political but with like the previous president, I feel like Christians kind of had gotten this bad reputation of like, oh, you're a Christian. If you say you're a Christian, they're gonna be like, oh, you support this guy, or like, you're very like, I don't know, just a lot of negative connotations. And mm -hmm. I know for a few people that like, it was scary for them to kind of like say, I am a Christian, and they would try to explain that I. I'm a Christian, you know, I read the Bible, whatever, but I don't agree with certain things. And then automatically other Christians would come and almost attack them and be like, no, you're not a Christian because of this or because you believe this. And it's like, yeah. whoa, like I get why people would rather not, like you said, I'm not going to express my opinion or like I shouldn't yeah. express my opinion on this. And it's like, there needs to be 
some type of like you know you know like you said it's your conviction Mm -hmm. and it's okay to feel that way like you don't have to explain your conviction to other people like the only person that matters is god Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure it's a serious topic i feel like um based off of like what you're saying carlos it reminded me a lot about the conversation we have the pastors actually because again the situation that happened um we'll go into details it's just what i said before we had an an argument on social media with a fellow sister in christ that's it but um and it was regarding about the our political viewpoints and it wasn't until that I, because at first I was like, I can't believe she's going for this person. Like, how could she? Like the amount of harm he's doing and stuff like that. And it wasn't until after our conversations with the pastor that I came to like realize at the end of the day, our like our key person, our key leader is not the president. It's God. So we need to be voting for or going towards a direction that will bring us closer to God that will bring us the peace the love and the just what we need from God right and I think that's something that really helped me with like during that time mm-hmm. I don't know if we should keep this part in it's just it yeah. it, it, it reminded me about yeah. that because when I, mean, I think about that's literally what pops up and also y'all I need to learn to move on so let's let's move on from it <laughs> toss it up para fuera, para fuera. it's hard though like yeah. I, and I think talking about it is important for like your own processing like mental Mm -hmm. processing of what happened because it it can be like it's a confrontation and if you're not like oh I love confrontations then it's something that's gonna like you're thinking about it's like oh it's like eating at you so I feel like talking about it is good and um personal conviction is a powerful thing it's a very real thing um and as long as it's not interfering interfering or or contradicting like the word like it's it's a personal conviction you know like god holy spirit makes you feel certain way and it just is what it is and i feel like christians engaging in that type of dialogue where it's like fighting and negative and all that it's like that's not our place that's not what we're called to um in the first place like you can have your opinion and go do your thing and vote that's exercise your right that you were given that but to go into the debates and all of that I feel like that's where it's like that's not really our thing but I it's obviously in your situation it was kind of like whoa what is happening (laughs) so you were thrown into that and I I get that and it can be good though right those situations can be good because we you know learn so much (laughs) yeah and you like you said we 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 get taught a lesson and in this case like I said with Carl's if I were if I didn't have gone through that I probably would have never had the conversation I had with pastors and I probably never would have understood the viewpoint of what the actual idea is behind everything that we do, which obviously I can say now it's God, right? And it's always been God from the beginning. But during that time, especially with everything that was happening with social media, literally it was all over mm-hmm. social media, the, the two yeah. um, candidates. Um, it was inevitable. Like it, I, that's all I could think of. So it's like literally every constant moment I open my phone, Biden said this, Trump said this. Biden said this, Trump said that, the celebrity said this, the celebrity said that, and people just kept, and that was the main thing every single day, but anyhow, that's beyond the point, I'm gonna throw it back to Carl's, and just, we learned our lesson, God is the main focus in everything, guys, okay, just remember that. All right, Um, so my follow-up question to that first one, you know, still talking about, like, why people felt, like, embarrassed or ashamed, was um do you think that that is a factor that causes 
people like especially like the youth to, to like leave church or have those ideas of leaving when you mean when you say youth do you are you referring to a specific age group mm, let's say like high school age high school i feel like that's when they're like the most vulnerable i i want to bring up okay so obviously generations have changed time has changed and our youth specifically the one that is currently going through it um is i feel like being affected more towards being ashamed if that makes sense and it's because of the reason that they're more it's the worst susceptible to like receiving social media hate um and they're also growing up in a position in which people are very vocal about their opinions and it's acceptable now, or at least people are making it acceptable by force, literally. Like you're allowed to speak what you want to say. And if you don't like it, then it's not my problem. And people are allowed to do that on social media. And I think that's one of the main key things, which is with the youth, I feel like they're afraid to speak up and speak about their true feelings towards Christianity or towards any subject in general, um, because they're afraid of the backlash they're going to get by the world. Um, and it's, it's, it's a real thing. Like I go on social media and I literally, I feel like I can't go through a post without immediately seeing something negative, someone writing something negative towards a specific person, like literally everywhere that I go. And it sucks that they're growing up in that place because like I talked to my mom, she didn't go through that growing up. She didn't, she, she doesn't even know what social media hate is like now she does because she has it. But back in the day, people didn't have that. So to receive hate was literally to receive hate face to face. And people are too chicken to do that. So it wasn't much of a thing. Now it's acceptable. It's like you're allowed to say your opinion. And now we have this new culture called the cancel culture, where people are allowed to literally cancel you out. And I think it's the- For not agreeing with their opinion. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Can you really express your opinion? No. I know. So it's like, I, it literally, at the end of the day, it's like, what are we really fighting right now? Like I'm confused. So I think that's um, a definitely a key thing that's happening with the youth. Um, they're just afraid to speak up because they're afraid of the response they're going to get by the world. And I think that's where the whole lack of, I guess, faith in God comes in to play. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you need to have faith in our father that he will help you out through any tough situation. So that's, that's my input on that. Yeah, I mean, 100% agree. I was going to say along the same lines. And, you know, youth time, that specific time period in our lives is all about identity, about, you know, who we are. And it's not like, oh, once you're like 21, that no longer is like a, an issue. It is, but it's just in a different context, right? Like real world type of stuff. But um, I feel like with the youth, it's, it's that what you said and also ignorance on what they say they believe. I mean, are you really a Christian? Because you ask youth nowadays about basic, you know, stuff and their opinions are like, are, are you even, like, do you even know what the word says? Do you believe that? Because they completely agree on things that, you know, are yeah. completely anti-God, like, yeah. you know? And I feel like when you have, you know, when you're ignorant that how is, how could you possibly 
defend your faith how could you possibly you know what I mean like how if you if you don't even know what you believe and I feel like that and also um, parents lack of Mm -hmm. you know instruction and also um, responsibility of their own children's Christian education you know they're depending on the church to do everything COVID happens and we see what do we see we see kids come you know leaving leaving completely lost in the world and it's like because they were never in because they were so dependent on the church doing that when that's not full responsibility is not there it's not the church yeah so I feel like that it's also a big thing it's just lack of knowledge of what they believe in and and being real about it so it's a mix I think of everything that we've said so and I love the fact that you mentioned support system like the family Mm -hmm. that is such a crucial like that's such a key point Like, and I go back to my like story. I didn't convert until I was in high school. Like I was that child in high school. And the only reason why I was able to be in the position that I am now, and I didn't really derail if that's the word. Oh, Osita, hi. No, you're fine. She's trying to poop, but (laughs) later. Sorry, you're just like, what? (laughs) But yeah, um, the reason why I didn't derail was because my mom was there. She was that support system. Like she made sure I went to church, even if it was by force, she was literally like, oh, you're coming to church with me. And then I went to church and slowly I started getting more involved and I started falling more in love with the word of God. And it all takes, again, that support system. If you don't have that support system, then you honestly, it's going to be hard for you. Like you physically yourself have to do, it's like exercising. Yeah. Like you need that support buddy to help you go out for a run yeah. because you won't be able to do it by yourself. Or at least that's, that's a-, a good analogy because you like some people really need that. Yeah. Like, you know, but also there's people that are able to do it alone. So yeah. that means like, if you don't have a support system, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you can't do it, you know, but if you need one, like, it, you know, we can find it and you can, you, there is that possibility too. Yeah. So that's a good analogy about the exercise because it's the same thing. Like there's people yeah. who need it and there's people who they don't even have the option to have it. Right. Because if yeah. they're converted Christian young and your parents aren't Christian, because that's the thing too. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you do there? But there's examples yeah. in the Bible of young people who, who were able to push through and do it, but it's, it's not easy, but exactly. Possible. And then the more that you keep going, like with that support buddy, mm-hmm. or in this case, your family, whoever it is, yeah. the more you keep going, it's going to come to the point where you no longer need them. It's going to become a habit for you and you're going to keep going by yourself. And next thing you know, it'll literally be something, it's going to be part of your life and you won't be able to let it go. And that's just how it is. And that's how it feels for me at least. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, if it weren't for my mom, God knows where I would be. I for sure wouldn't be at church. I'll tell you that Mm -hmm. for sure. I wouldn't be. And I'm not just saying that because I don't have faith that God will bring me here someday, but I am saying it because based off of what the world is giving and what the world is promoting so funny Mm -hmm. what the world is promoting they're not promoting go to church they're promoting other stuff so I know for a fact I would probably be at at clubs doing god knows what hopefully not doing drugs because I don't see myself doing that but you know I don't know so yeah I love the fact that you said support system because that was definitely something that really helped me get into church and I was that youth that child in high school that was like oh maybe not stay away but okay I guess I'm coming type of thing for sure yeah yeah I know it's funny because I had the complete opposite experience from like Layla because 
like my parents obviously knew of the word but they never like implemented it while we were growing up like I knew there was like you know a god and that like he would keep us safe and whatnot but I just remember saying like what if I would have known mm-hmm. in the beginning like how different my life would be like I wouldn't have fallen into like certain addictions I would have probably like you know been more disciplined and whatnot but then at the age of what 18 I think is when we started going to church I remember I would just always be forced to go and it would always be like um, una mujer, una nos sola in the casa. and I just remember I hated going like I would never pay attention like I just like had so much like resentment to, towards being there and it, almost like um rebelling against it I'm just like I'm just gonna sit here like cross my arms not even pay attention mm-hmm. and then I was like I think when I hit my lowest point that's when I was like okay like maybe I should give it a try but I was still very hesitant mm-hmm. and now I'm like I can't imagine not being at church yeah wow. and it, it's just crazy and um I agree with you guys 100% that like you need that like support or like that person like I am like about to start like a bible study with a friend I made at uh, my church and I'm like I need that because like I've I've tried bible studies with other people and I'm just like I didn't get anything out of it so it's like maybe you need to just like find people Mm -hmm. you know it might take you a while to like maybe you feel I guess, like, ready to learn. I don't know if that's the right way of saying it, but my next question is, um, what are some things that we as a church, as church leaders or members of our respective church um, can do to help others? Be that support. Yeah. For those that don't have it, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I mean, yeah. I agree with you 1,000%. I think... um, kind of continuing the topic of the youth the youth needs that support like if they don't have that support then they're going to look for it somewhere else Mm -hmm. and the sad part is that the world is again literally arms wide open waiting for them to fall into their trap and it sounds harsh but that's literally how it is like they're literally waiting for them to come out of church and fall into their trap and the only way that the youth will do that is if they can't feel that support at church. And I'm saying youth, but technically this can be for anybody, any age group. Yeah, Um, because there's people that come to church seeking God, seeking his presence, seeking maybe even company, someone they can talk to, someone, like obviously you can talk to God, but for a new person that's never met God, hasn't had that encounter with him, they don't even know where to begin Mm -hmm. and they don't even know who to talk to about that stuff. So definitely, like you said, being in that support group to just kind of guide them through it and tell them, hey, so if you want to experience God's love and just encounter that Holy Spirit of his, read the Bible, come to church on Sunday, worship by yourself in the car, like go out for a drive at night and just worship. It's a whole different experience, like you being by yourself in a private space versus doing it like with people around you. Because again, when you're new, you don't really think like, okay, again, basing it off my personal experience. When I first came into church and I saw the worship team, loved it, loved it. But my focus wasn't even on the worship team. It was on the people next to me because I kept thinking, are they going to judge me if I clap? 
Mm -hmm. Are they going to judge me if I do this? And then it wasn't until again, a year later, I started noticing, oh, I could clap. Look at me clapping. And then a year after that, look at me moving my body. Look at me singing. And then Mm -hmm. after that, slowly, I was over here praising with my hands up, like those people that I would look with their hands up. Woo, yes, God. And that's just, how it's like a whole process, or at least for me, it was a process. So I think that's a key, uh, a key thing. And the only reason why I got to that point, where was I? I lost my train of thought, but it was because <laughs> basically supporting like the, um, your support, your, the people that could support you. What's the word? I forgot yeah. what it was. <laughs> those friends, those people at church, yeah. be supportive of others and also like hear them out. Okay. A lot of people need to be heard. Okay. And even even if you don't agree with their viewpoints or anything like that, just hear them out. Like you said, it's based off of their own personal conviction. If you don't agree with it, that's fine. Let them know, Hey, I don't agree with what you're saying, but I'll listen to you. I'll hear you out. And like, just, I guess, let them, how do you say, let them pour out their hearts on you, if that makes sense. Um, Because a lot of people need to need to be heard. The youth yeah. specifically, they have, they're very vocal, but they're afraid to speak up. Or some of them are very openly spoken and will literally tell you the entire Bible from A to Z and a lot more. <laughs> Stressful. <laughs> yeah, no, I like completely agree. And that's honestly what I was thinking too, that like, you need to get to know them and like, ooh, sorry, I almost fell off Oh, no, but um. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, because it's like, how well do you actually know the youth? And like, at least at like your church that like, do you know their struggles? Do you know what they like? Do you know what's going on at school? Do you know what's going on at home? And like, actually fully have like a conversation with them Mm -hmm. and listen and be like, like you said, be receptive of what they're saying, say it back to them. So they know that like they're being heard the way they wanted to like be heard yeah and then like if you see that like the youth has been stagnant for such a long time maybe you need to switch up the way that you're presenting the word to them like obviously you're not going to change the words of like what the bible says but maybe the way you're presenting it to to them so Mm -hmm. whether it's in like um simpler terms so they can understand it yeah 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 or even have them act it out, you know, learn what they like, what their strengths are and have them like participate in mm-hmm. like teaching the word. If a person loves like graphic designs, have them design, you know, I guess a poster or like a presentation for what you're going to deliver and that'll get them excited. And like, you know, maybe yeah. they'll want to do it again next time. And next time, maybe you won't be the one asking them to do it. They'll be like, oh, can I do this for you? Yeah. Giving them that chance, that space, right, to serve. Yeah. And I think, I mean, essentially we're talking about like mentorship, um, which is huge and it's discipleship. It's so important. Yeah. It's part of, you know, what we have to do as, as Christians for, you know, other Christians and people who are new to the faith. Um, and I think, yeah, listening is super important. Um, and also like m- remembering that that role that you're now fulfilling, which is like being a mentor to these kids. Mm-hmm because you know I always say kids because you know, they're youth and to me they're like you know we're like kids yeah. um is that it's a big deal and to be careful um with you know letting them think things that aren't true and yes. and praying you know with the Holy Spirit be like 
Holy Spirit speak because through me, because I, I know I need to like clarify for this person that's confused, you know? And yeah. so I think that's important is like, as we listen, we're praying and we're like, Lord, like help me, you know, so that I can be a true example and not be that pebble that, that, you know, in the way or cause more, more confusion, more, mm -hmm. more hurt along the way. Right. We never want to be that cause. And, and, you know, the Bible talks about like teachers and people who are in that role of instruction and, and teaching and how, you know, we're going to get judged harder because we're, we're saying things and we have to make sure that we're living them out too. Um, so I think all of that is really important listening and also making sure that, you know, we're speaking truth and, and we're holding them to a high standard. I feel like when you hold them, like Carl's like, what are you saying? Get them involved. Like that's, that's showing them that, Hey, like, I believe in you, like yeah. you can do this. And, Ooh. and that has a lot of power. Um, but again, it's like making sure that you're doing it the right way and, and not causing further confusion if, if they're new or, you know, they're young. Yeah. yeah. And if you see someone um, at church by themselves, don't be afraid to go up to them and talk to them. Yeah. Like for all your, for all, you know, they're probably waiting for someone to come up to them and talk to them because they're too afraid to come up to someone else because they're maybe embarrassed to walk up yeah. to someone. So don't, let yourself be embarrassed to go up to somebody and talk to them. Like, no, yeah. go up and talk to them. If you were able to realize they were by themselves, then that's a sign from God saying, yo, your mm -hmm. attention is on that person. Go talk to them. Yeah. Like, and that's literally how it is. And I'm speaking that for myself as well, because I know I have that issue. Like I have that issue of one being a very introverted person that I will literally sit by myself <laughs> in a corner and not talk to anyone. And two being, mm -hmm that person that will, I will see that person being an introvert and still not go up and talk to them. So it's like, I could be an introverted extrovert. Yep. That's what I said. That's a <laughs> that's word. A thing. That's an introvert. It's so funny. Cause I'm the same way, but somehow I'm a floater. Like people just randomly adopt me into their like little group. <laughs> so you're like, so like, I'm chilling either way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, it's, it's really important. Like if you notice someone by themselves, go up and talk to them. Like yeah. they're waiting for someone to talk to them. And if no one does, and at the end of the day, that person's going to go home with a bad experience of what the church is. And the church literally welcomes people with open arms mm -hmm. and literally like, we're here for you. Like we're here to yeah. pray for you and to encourage you to change for the better, whatever the situation is. Right. So I think that's honestly a huge thing for me. And I, like I said, I'm speaking this for myself so that it's written or it's on this podcast so that in the future, if anyone sees me not doing it, they can be like, Layla, on this podcast, you said you that said you would this. talk to people. <laughs> so, keep her accountable, people. Yeah, <laughs> keep me accountable, y'all. Um, but yeah, talk to them. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Remember when I first started church, I was that person. I was sitting by myself in the chair and I, I always talk about this, but there was this one guy that came up and talked to me. And then that's when everything changed. I was like, oh, he's nice. Mm -hmm. I guess there, there is nice people at this place. Yeah. And then I stayed. <laughs> yeah. Girl, I didn't know we had a similar experience. I was by myself and it wasn't until another, uh, a guy came up and told me and he legit just took me around the whole room. Like I was getting ready to leave. And, <laughs> You're like, talking, ah. and I'm like, oh you want to have a conversation okay and I sat back down <laughs> I was like okay yeah what, 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 was it was it the same guy <laughs> I have no idea because if so shout out to that guy okay for being <laughs> that person that changed our lives okay yeah. no see but, like we could all be that person yeah so exactly we have to be that person mm -hmm. we're not doing our part yeah 
Yeah. And don't, again, don't be embarrassed. Okay. At the end yeah. of the day, they came seeking you and not by you. I mean, God, but mm -hmm. like they came seeking God and who better to teach God than you. So mm -hmm. help them out. Help a sister out y'all go out there. Say hi. True. Um, <laughs> go out there, say hi to them, give them a tour of the church. Like they did to Carl's <laughs> or in my case, play the guitar and sit next to me and just randomly talk about God knows what topic because I don't remember what it was, but it cut me. Really, it was not meaningful. <laughs> Girl, it was a guitar that caught my eye. I was like, oh, guitar. But yeah, uh, man. Mm -hmm. What was the question? <laughs> well, the, my last question kind of touched upon like the previous one, but um, I guess like we talked about the inner circle, like what we could do within our church, maybe even family, but like, what can we do for our, our outer circle? Like our communities that we're a part of, like how can we help those, um, you know, Christians that youth that like are struggling right now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why you, when you said outer circle, my mind immediately went to work. Um, just because that's technically my outer circle. Like yeah. my inner circle is literally you guys, like you guys are with me at all times. So my outer circle would be work. And for me at work, I mean, at work, they know me as the Christian girl, not the Christian girl, but they know I'm a Christian. <laughs> they know me as Z's best friend, <laughs> but, um, they, they know me as that. And like I said earlier, they, whenever a conversation pops up that maybe isn't a conversation I should be involved in they know when to kind of get be like okay Leila I think maybe it's time for you to go to work well the the big kids talk for him <laughs> that's what they say but um I think for me it's the fact that I guess maybe I don't know how to explain it I think it's it's the fact that when they know that I'm a Christian so they know what's right and what's wrong like that's my mm -hmm. main thing. They know what's right and what's wrong because if mm -hmm. they know that I'm a Christian and they don't want me listening into that conversation, then they know that's bad. Then they know it's bad. That's right. So I think that right there is something that at least I'm doing. Really <laughs> like, good, really oh. good point. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so that, that's a good thing. And then the other thing is because they know I'm a Christian, they come to me with questions. Mm -hmm. and I am more than happy to literally pour out my heart on God yeah. with them like I remember this one time one of my coworkers, she asked me um is it true what was it no she said that the bible didn't say that homosexuality was a bad thing and so I had to correct her on that and literally give her bible verses and like explain to her no the bible says this just to let you know um but yeah I, I just just let her know and she completely understood and took it like to heart like she didn't confront me and be like oh no the bible says this no like she was very loving about it it was a very easy conversation and at the end of the day she came to an agreement that obviously the bible says what it says about homosexuality mm -hmm. which is a no-no um so I know that like being very open and being willing to talk about it openly with people like without being hurt about my feelings like and I told that I tell everyone that I'm like we are more like I am more than happy to talk to you about God my feelings will not get hurt feel free to tell me what you want to tell me and I will let you know what I think and that's just how it is and I guess if I don't know if that answers your question Carlos yeah. but that's how I would I guess take it on with towards the outer circle of my life which is basically work I was gonna say, I mean, I think that's amazing what you what you said. I feel like that's a highlight 
um, I need to write that down. Um, because I was going to say lead by example, and that's mm-hmm. literally what, what it is, what you, yeah. what you just said. Um, and being that light, because that's what we are. We're, we're a light. Um, so the fact that they know, oh, we can't say this around her. It's like, like you said, it's just because they know right from wrong and, mm-hmm. and you being there is, is being a light. Um, so I, I, yeah, I was going to say lead by example. Um, when you better yourself with the Lord and your service to the community is improved as well, like it, it's just a cycle that yeah. needs to go, you know, forward. Um, so yeah, that's what I was going to say. And I think what you said was, was really good. So lead by example. Yeah. No, I'll say, and I think it also helps that literally every single time I go to work, I'm like, oh yeah, I got a church event today. I'm so excited for it. Like I literally say yeah. and they're like, this girl stays at church and she's always happy. Like what is wrong with her? But it's like, yo, it's exciting. Like I never know who's going to be like, why are you like, yeah, what's up with that? You know? And then, you know that's that's what it is Jesus did that it was relationships and yeah being you know that light so yes yeah yeah I like completely agree with you guys because it's like I can't remember where I heard it but it was like um maybe it was from Kat but it's like you want to reflect Jesus wherever you go and so I think it's important and I think another thing is like knowing and understanding the needs of your community mm-hmm. like what can you do because I remember um I was telling Layla about this like I went to I finally was able to go to church in person this past Sunday and I it's in DC and I was like oh okay DC it's like 10 minutes it's right there but this was like in DC DC like passing the city oh my gosh in the heart of DC and I remember just seeing so many like homeless people so many people like so many beggars like just how run down things were and I remember like my heart just like breaking because I was like I did not I don't know if it was me being like ignorant to the whole thing like being blind to it but I was like I did not know this was happening you know 15 minutes 20 minutes down the road and it was like the most heartbreaking thing ever yeah and then I remember um, someone saying like, yeah, the pastor chose this because he's like, he wants to be at the heart where the community, where he can see that the community is in need and that we can be that help for that community. Yeah. And I just remember thinking like, that should be my way of thinking in like my own neighborhood or like yeah. at school, at work, like that should always be my mentality that like mm-hmm. how to Worth be in that position to like help those in need. Yeah. And um, like a random example was, I remember again, I was on the phone with Layla, but I was telling her that I was like going to Costco or, or whatever. And at the light, there was a, um, a beggar oh, yeah. asking for money. And it was the first time in like ever that I actually felt like um, this huge like amount of guilt for not mm. giving him and it was just like the weirdest feeling ever and you said something along the lines that like um, gosh what was it like when God places someone had told you when that happens it's because God oh. put a person in like your life or a reason. <laughs>
what happened? Did she get scared? Because someone came home. So, oh. but like my headphones are attached to the. Uh, yeah, the cell phone uh, It's all Ricky's fault. <laughs> it's literally Ricky's fault. Sorry. <laughs> You're, You're good. Fine. All right. It's funny. Okay. But yeah. What, what were we talking about? Carl, <laughs> it was you. Carl, yeah. I think the last thing I said was that, like, uh, when that happens to you, it's, it's like God put that person in, in your place yeah. for like a reason. Mm-hmm. And then when after you told me that, I was like, I felt even more guilty because I was like, dang, I should have gone back, like, spoken <laughs> to that person or like done something. And but that stuck with me because I'm like now I it hasn't happened like I haven't seen someone out there but I'm like next time it does or it doesn't even have to be a beggar it could be someone you know a kid from school that's struggling or I don't know other someone else I know like family or something mm-hmm. I know to stop and actually listen to like that feeling mm-hmm. yeah that's good that that reminds that I mean that's awesome like that's literally what Jesus did and we have to learn to be as we walk on this planet you know be aware of our surroundings and okay where can I you know where's the need like Carl's like what you were saying before earlier you know like where's the need am I fulfilling a need right now and, and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit because that's what's going to move you to to speak yeah. and, and be a light there right so that's good but yeah um, we should start wrapping up because we passed the mark. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I have a verse. If that's okay. Oh, yes. Go for it. So, okay. So there's so many on like the Holy Spirit and power and I wanted to find one. Yeah. So, and it was, this is fitting because uh, when this podcast comes out, it's the weekend that it's the Pentecost, you know, celebration that we're doing. So anyway, so it's Acts 4, 31 and it says, and when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken. And they were they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. Um, so that like they were filled. And then because they were filled, they were able to speak the word of God with boldness. So mm-hmm. to be bold is not to be ashamed or embarrassed or like yeah. doubting. It's it's secure in what you're saying. So the key, and, and, and I feel it's perfect with Carl's, like what you said to end things, it's like, the Holy Spirit is what does that, is what moves you, is what takes away the shame because you don't need that, right? When you come to mm-hmm. Christ and um, allows you to move and, and live your life the way that you're supposed to on this earth, right? While we're still here. So, um, yeah. Preach, love uh, it. Amen. Mirenla. Super intelligent. Oh, que bonita. My drop done. She's gone. Bye. <laughs> Um, but yeah, oh, Carl's, good job. Go ahead and end it. Yeah, I was so shut. Oh, how am I gonna end it? Thank you guys. Bye. I mean, you want me to do it? I can do it. Girl, that's what I yeah. Thank you guys for listening in. I hope you were touched and filled by the Holy Spirit and you got something out of this podcast. Thank you, Carl's, for leading today's topic. Um, It was definitely an awesome one and I loved everything that we touched on. Guys, if you haven't already, please go follow us on our IG page, our YouTube, our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
leave us a good review, subscribe, like, comment, let us know what you want us to talk about. And also don't forget to literally visit our website at www.spirituallyunashamed.com. But yeah, that's it. So, Bye. Bye. Bye.